every time I see an intro for Audiotopsy, I get so freaking excited. Y'all know I'm excited about this, right? They're so freaking good. I love them so much. And I just wanted to say that I am loving all of these Audiotopsy segments, loving all of them. I love what you guys are doing here and paying attention and taking a listen and I love it. I love it, love it, love it. Damn, I love them so much, so much. And I'm a huge fan so much of like understanding the deeper meanings behind song lyrics. I sent in a song for a lyrical biopsy from the good doctors at Medicine Remix. The context that y'all are bringing to these audiotopsy segments, like my mind is constantly being blown and I can't deal with it. I can't. Can't wait to listen. Like it's taking it to a whole new level for me and I am all the way here for it. So thanks. Keep them coming. Oh yeah, again and again. We got another audio topsy for you, and this one is special. Special because we were asked to examine this specimen as sort of a joke. And the reason for the joke was I was becoming an old curmudgeon hip-hop head and got a little defensive of the nostalgia around a particular beat, this beat that you're hearing now which is a beat that was on Jay-Z's album, on his debut album, and the track is called Dead Presidents. And this is an iconic beat for those hip-hop heads who know it, and those of you who don't, check out the album. Phenomenal album. J. Cole actually released a mixtape. On that mixtape, he used this very beat that you're hearing now, and actually recorded the song twice. He recorded part one and part two. And here's a snippet of one of the verses he dropped. Nah, I'm already published, but who the fuck is you kidding? These big wig niggas throwing they bid in. Try not to show stress. I guess the flow is protested like a sit-in. I told my niggas we were kidding. Did you catch it? He used the phrase big wig. How does that tie into an audio topsy? Well, that's why you're listening, right? So let's do it. If you remember anything from your high school history textbook and you're like me, it's probably just the pictures. Specifically, the dudes in white wigs in those pictures. Because let's be honest, that shit looked weird. But weirder than how it looked was the story behind it. Because as history tells it, the 1500s were a time of outbreaks, all sorts of outbreaks. Specifically, in 1580, syphilis outbreaks. And apparently, that shit was crazy. Everybody remembers learning about the Black Plague. And apparently, syphilis was the Black Plague before there was the Black Plague. And at a time where they didn't understand the germ theory, there was no antibiotics, people didn't understand the role of cleanliness, syphilis ran that shit. And what's wild is, it wasn't until much later that we understood what it actually was. It was a bacterium known as Treponina pallidum, I believe that's how you say it. It's a spirochete. It actually looks like a little spiral corkscrew under a microscope. This particular bacterium has what they call stages. And these stages had it presenting in very different ways at different times. So somebody who first got infected with this didn't necessarily present or look like somebody who has had it for a while. And this particular bacterium can hang out in your system for years before it actually does anything. So at first it can just be a sore, then it can turn into a rash, particularly on the feet and on the palms of the hand. Um, then it can go latent. It can just chill in your body for years and years. And eventually, if it makes it to your brain, you have neurosyphilis and that's no bueno. 
And much later in time, Sir William Osler, one of the guys who founded Johns Hopkins, ended up dubbing this the Great Pretender because it could present in so many ways. So back to the 1580s, those folks had no idea what the fuck was going on, right? People are getting sores, rashes, they're going blind, they're getting dementia, and they're losing their hair. And you guessed it, they couldn't do much about all the other things, so they focused on the baldness. Nobody wanted to be the bald guy, because then everybody figured something's wrong with that guy, he's probably got the germ. And I know some of you are thinking to yourselves, come on, hair wasn't that serious back then. Look up a guy named Samuel Pepys, last name spelled P-E-P-Y-S. And if I remember correctly, he was like a naval officer in England or something, but he apparently was like the original blogger. This guy kept exceptional records in the 1600s, and he actually writes in his journal about his brother getting syphilis. And he writes, if my brother lives, he will not be able to show his head, which will be a very great shame to me. What an asshole. <laughs> so all of a sudden, wig making is a thing. People want to cover up their rotting bodies. And they actually infuse these wigs with aromas to try to get rid of the putrid smell. They're using all kinds of different hairs, right? Horse hair, goat hair, human hair and hence the birth of the peruke, which is that classic white powdered wig, right? And shit, in the year 2017, I see shitty wigs nowadays, so you can only imagine what they looked like back then. So it didn't really catch on, but eventually in about 1655, Louis XIV, the guy was only 17 years old, he starts fucking going bald. All of a sudden, he starts getting like 50 wig makers to start putting together the bombest wigs, and he makes that shit a trend to have these big wigs. Thing is, they weren't cheap. And that's where the term big wig comes from, referring to people who got dough. That's Skrilla for that giant hair piece. And to add to this chaos, keep in mind, people back then, crazy amount of lice. So you'd have to send your shit out to get it de-loused, which could take forever, where apparently the term nitpicking comes from, having to pick out all those nits. How about that? It's science, it's hip hop, it's medicine remixed. Only on Anchor. Peace. U-G-L-Y, you ain't got no alibi, you're ugly. Yeah, yeah, you're ugly. Zero, one, two, three. Sure looks like a wig to me, it's phony. Yeah, yeah, it's phony. Ha <laughs> ha! Cox, got those test results for you, man. You're totally right about that old dude in bed four. S-s-s-syphilis! Used to be a DJ. Syphilis, 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 syphilis. I saw an ad on a bus that ad said, Syphilis is back. That is a real ad. Syphilis is back. Because apparently syphilis went on vacation for a couple weeks. I'm so exhausted being an STD these days, man. I'm tired, I gotta take a little vacay for a little bit. Man, it's exhausting ruining people's lives. Before he left, he caught up herpes to cover for him. Hey, herpes, what's going on? It's syphilis, how you doing, man? Good to hear, good to hear. Oh, you know me, same old, same old. That's burning people and destroying lives, same thing. Same shit, different day. Hey, can you cover for me for like two weeks? Yeah, I'm going to this STD convention in the Bahamas. They didn't invite you? That's really fucked up. Yeah, it's awesome. They cover travel, hotel. I get a per diem. It's great.
But don't worry, I'm gonna be back though. Yeah, I got this huge ad campaign coming up and everything. Simmons has marketing meetings where he's yelling at people, hey Debbie, hey Debbie, what the fuck happens with my full page ad in the paper, huh? I thought that was gonna be in the paper on Tuesday. Hey Mark, Mark, why am I doing shitty in the 18 to 34 demographic right now? You know that's our target market, 18 to 34. You really slipping up, we gonna let you go, Mark. Well, syphilis is just that people aren't feeling you anymore. <laughs> what? People not feeling me, huh? I kill Al Capone. <laughs> that joke is way more hilarious than y'all gave it. <laughs> I'll tell you why, because Al Capone died of syphilis. And because I personified syphilis for 37 seconds. Biggest piece of medicine they need. Remix. Medicine Remix. Good old docs over there at Med Remix, the best station on Anchor. You guys are doing amazingly, and you do some of the best stuff out there. And uh, well, no, you know what? The best stuff out there. Frankly, there's no one else really doing what you guys are doing in general on the internet. Shout out to the Medicine Remix. Shout out to uh, Medicine Remix who put me onto Anchor. Hi, this is my first call, and I want to say how much I love Medicine Remix. I love all the music you guys select and sample, and how you keep medicine interesting. You know. I really just want to show my gratitude for what you put out on the Medicine Remix show. Because every time that I listen to it, I just get so impressed. I really appreciate you guys putting me in your uh, little intro. That is awesome. I am very appreciative of that because uh, you are my favorite anchor station. Thanks a lot, guys. Love your channel. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm loving it. And uh, yeah, just really appreciate the content. What else can I say?